At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast. This is LCR Nailer Taliaferro, and I just wanted to talk about another IBG episode here. I just wanted to have another bite-sized piece for you, um, talking about route density again, but bear with me. <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to share how, you know, my story a little bit about how I made, you know, the the first year that I that I finally was able to make over $100,000 in just mowing. Uh, with one guy. Now, I couldn't do that by myself when I was solo because you have to be able to mow enough lawns at the right prices in order to make 100000 You know, we're talking like $1,000 uh, a day, you know, in some cases, if you have the right route density. I've talked about this a little bit in bits and pieces, but I've never really like, I, I think maybe I made a YouTube video about this actually uh, a while back. So, I mean, but it's really just this, this, it's just me talking about it. I don't think there was really too much visuals. That's, that's, you know, way before I was podcasting or before podcasting even became such a, a popular, uh, form of content creation for our community. You know, there's a few folks doing it, but not as many as, as, as there are now. And, and it's great. There are so many now, cause it's just like YouTube, you know, it's a, it's another form of creating content and sharing information with everyone and helping each other grow and, and, and connect and, and network and so on. But, it was basically just, you know, like a talking head, you know, it was me either in the truck or trailer or both maybe just kind of wandering around, just talking about this in, in, in some sort of version of, you know, making a hundred thousand dollars in a year. And, but this, I want to be specific cause I don't know how specific I was in that video, but, um, I think that video was actually like solo or something like it was me making a hundred thousand by myself one year, like the first year that I finally was able to do that. But that wasn't just mowing. That was everything that I do, you know, fertilization, weed control, mulch, trimming shrubs and miscellaneous, you know, cleaning up leaves in the fall, aeration and seeding in the fall. And then some other miscellaneous things that come along the way, right? Over the winter, you kind of get all these straggler projects that you just say yes to because you're looking for some work to do, even though you're by yourself and you have money saved up in your winter savings account, you know, you still don't want to have to draw into that if you don't have to. And you also just don't want to sit around all day and clean the house or do whatever, like kids are in school. If your wife works, or if you don't even have any of those uh, family members and you're all by yourself, then it's even more of a reason why you want to just kind of keep working on stuff. You know, maybe there's just not enough projects personally to keep you busy. So it's good to just have all these random odd, odds and ends things to tinker around with for your, you know, your clients um, over the winter when it's slow or dead and you have nothing, you know, going on. Um, with that being said, though, sometimes you can get yourself into a little bit of a pickle unless you make yourself real clear and say that I can only do these kind of things in the winter um, uh, and train your, you know, your, your clients properly otherwise or condition them. Otherwise, they might just think that you can do this kind of weird, wacky, 
odds and ends stuff at any time of the year. And while maybe technically you can because you're all by yourself and you've got all the time in the world and whatever, like, is that really, you know, is, is that really the right thing to do and the right thing to say and the right way to act and all that? You know, you want to be forward thinking, even if you never plan on having employees and you just want to stay solo owner operator and only do like 40 lawns a week or something like I was doing in the first few years, still, you know, you, you, you should value your time as much as possible. Even if you're single, you know, value your time, pick up some hobbies, do something, go to the gym, go this, that, or the other thing, whatever, like watch your favorite movies or TV shows, you know, here and there, you know, eat out something healthy that makes you feel good about yourself, whatever, you know, live your life, you know, don't, don't just live to work, you know, work to live like, uh, so, so you you don't want to just, you know, do whatever you're clients, you know, ask you or tell you to do when, when they want you to like, you know, have some sort of integrity and scheduling and all that. So it's good to do the odds and ends projects over the winter, but make sure you condition your folks not to get carried away with that. And that's the only time that you can do it and so on. Um, but it was all of those things wrapped up that totaled over, you know, a hundred thousand dollars for me when I was solo. But now that I have, that I have, that I have had employees for years, um, you know, one to two employees at any given time. My goal for one crew is to have three folks. You know, it's it's been me and two other part-timers or me and one full-timer and a part-timer or whatever the combination is. It's just always me and two other people. You know, hopefully I can have a more consistent replacement of me to have a crew leader and two other folks. And then I can move on to the second quote-unquote crew, which is basically just me and another truck. Uh, doing the, the the lawn applications, fertilizing, treating the weeds, all that kind of stuff, um, until we grow past you know what one crew can handle with all the mowing and and, and maintenance uh, services there, and then you know maybe I can get another person to to work with me, and then we can you know fill in, uh, we can add mowing to, to you know add add those additional mowing routes or properties to you know my schedule of just you know spraying yards and stuff like that, and keep growing that way, you know, very, very, very strategically and not too aggressively. I'm not trying to be this huge company. I just want a couple of crews that are self-sustaining, meaning I'm not the one always having to drive the truck and do the work. I'm behind the scenes working more on my business and not in my business as much so that I can focus on the health uh, of and strength of my business um, so that it can support my staff financially um, and, and, and provide a positive work environment and so on, as well as provide income for me and my family and my goals and allow me some time to do some other things that I want to pursue in my life at this age in my life. You know, I'm in my mid forties here. So I, you know, I'm no, I have, you know, I don't have time to lose, right. I'm not in my twenties or a teenager or anything like that. So I want to make sure I cherish these moments and plan for the rest of my future since, you know, so many things have changed after retail management, 15 years in retail management. I, I can say I felt like it was a waste doing the wrong thing, but I learned a lot of things from that, uh, what not to do and what to do. And it made me, a, made me a better leader. And, you know, I learned a bunch of different things about business and all kinds of stuff, just nothing about lawn care, but a lot of those things were transferable, um, you know, to, to now my lawn care business. So, you know, it, it wasn't all bad, right? It, it's, what doesn't, what doesn't break you makes you stronger, right? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here and, and I'm, I'm working hard. So, uh, everything happens for a reason, but ultimately back to what I was saying is 
I've had, you know, a couple of guys for years now, and we're always able to achieve over a thousand dollars, a thousand. Yeah. Well, over a thousand dollars a day, um, over a hundred thousand dollars a year in just mowing. So that, again, that's just mowing, not including all the fertilization we control that we do, all the shrubs that we trim a couple of times throughout the year for all, you know, for most of our clients or actually a lot of our clients, not most, a lot, um, and, you know, mulch, of course, and cleaning up the leaves and aeration and seeding. And I added dethatching last year. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, I, I, I think that's it. I'm trying to try to think if there's any other services, but, you know, and anything in, in the future, you know, coming along, coming down, down the road, like soil amendments and things like that, you know, uh, top dressing, stuff like that. You know, Anything that helps with turf maintenance, you know, lawn maintenance, that's, that's, that's my jam. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to continue to do. And, and that's how I want to scale my business doing those types of services. But that's all extra stuff. I mean, we're talking another, you know, 50, 75, $100,000 potentially of more work right there, depending on how many counts and so on. And then you just rinse and repeat with another crew and, you know, boom, there you go. You can just do the math and, and it all adds up pretty quick. But I just wanted to, to, to just, reiterate that it, it, it was extremely doable and achievable to do $100,000 in mowing if you're pricing properly, which then allows you to get, which allows you to not have to do um, like cramming as, you know, too many yards a week or a day. If you charge properly, right? If, if you charge more than you can do less, so you have more time to rest and recover and, you know, any issues that might come up and, and also just add on new things potentially as, as the day or the weeks go on and so on. But, um, if you're pricing accordingly and you have the right team, so, and you have the route density. So if you have those three factors, you know, things are priced right. Then you have the right team that knows exactly how to knock everything out, all the yards out in the most efficient way possible, with the right setup, I should, I should also have mentioned that. Sorry. That's, that's the fourth thing, right? Four things, you know, make sure that you have the right pricing, the right set, the right setup, the right team and the right route density. When you focus on those four components, it's very achievable to achieve a hundred thousand dollars in just mowing wherever you are in the country or the world for that matter. Um, and you know, I, I, again, I, and I always kind of, um, whatever in the fine print or, you know, asterisk or whatever, I always, I don't know what the right word is, but you guys know what I'm talking about. I always preface or whatever that I understand that not everyone lives in the area that I live around that was surrounded by the neighborhoods that, that are, that I'm surrounded by. And so on and so forth. So it's not always as easy to build the, the 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 same type of route density that I have. I get it. You know, if you live in a more rural area, everything's all spread out. You can still create a dense route, but of course, you're not going to be able to. You know, they're not as close together, and you're going to have to travel more and all that. But that should all be factored in. That should be factored into your pricing. You know, hopefully that means you know typically when yards are more spread out like that in the rural areas, it means the yards are larger. And so there's less trimming and edging and all the tedious detail work. It's more just sitting or standing on a big mower and just striping it up for 45 minutes to an hour versus 10 to 15 minutes on a, a traditional, you know, residential cookie cutter homeowner, uh, a HOA house, 
homeowner association. Um, you know, so you're going to charge more, right? Cause it's going to take you longer to cut that grass. So if you're charging by the, by the square footage or you're charging by the hour or whatever, either one, either of those scenarios, the bigger the lawn, the more you should be charging for it. So that should all work out. It should all even out. You know, if you're making, you know, more money for those yards, but getting less done a day, then it should still balance out to be about the same amount than as if you were working in the neighborhoods where it's more condensed and the yards are smaller and you're getting them done, done quicker and less traveling. And so you can get more done in a day, you know, and you're charging less because those yards are smaller, you know, than the bigger yards, uh, the rural, rural, rural ones. So they should, that should all just level out, you know, they should, it should balance it out. So I'm just saying, and I've said this before, that in that situation, if that is you, you can still have route density. You can still focus on certain sections, certain towns, neighborhoods, whatever, uh, streets, you know, the best you can. Um, and, and even if you can't, what's going to destroy your route density is if you then have to travel far out of your, out of your way for a few yards here and there. And you just kind of do that all over the place, like, you know, or, or you, you know, you, you combine a, a condensed cookie cutter HOA neighborhood with, oh, hey, I still have to drive out 20, 25 minutes to blah, 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 to mow a couple of yards that take me a few hours. It's like, you know, trying to cram all that into one day, you know, it doesn't always work out and it can get tricky. But ultimately, everyone should be able to create some sort of route density for their situation, for their area. Of course, what I'm referring to the most is what I'm personally um, involved in and what, what I uh, experience and, and perform and do every day, you know, in, in my business. You know, we have three HOAs that we do all of our business in, all 70-something accounts at this point. At one point we, last year, we had over 90 accounts and we had three and a half neighborhoods. You know, I was start try, trying to grow, starting in a, in a fourth neighborhood and and dabbling in it and seeing how it went. And I had to cut them off, um, you know, at the end of the season last year and go back to the, just stick with the, the big three, uh, that I call them where we've got like, you know, 20 something yards in each of those, um, neighborhoods. So, and that has grown over time and it's very, um, intentional as well as unintentional from, it's like more residual, I would say, um, you know, like background unintentional, um, where all of the work that I put in over the years, all the marketing and the advertising that I did over the years, the marketing strategies and the advertising that I did of those marketing strategies over the years, all planted like seeds for, you know, things to come in the future, you know, to help build this, the route density that I have to help keep growing in the same three neighborhoods that I'm already in. Hey friends, Mr. Producer here, and I've been listening to Naylor emphasize route density on his podcast for over a year now, and I've encouraged him to take all this material and create a masterclass to put all of his knowledge in one place and share it with you. This is going to be a live three-week course. Nothing's pre-recorded. You'll have access to group live streams and one-on-ones with Naylor. Every session ends with action steps that you can implement right away in your business. Plus, you'll get a copy of the session recordings emailed to you. Hey, if you want to learn how to make $1,000 all the way up to $3,000 a day in lawn maintenance through route density, then you need to click the link in the episode description. Trust me, you won't be disappointed.
Welcome to Toro Tuesday. This week I wanted to focus on the snow thrower, the multi-force snow thrower attachment. This is a newer attachment as well. They just came out with it, I believe, last year um, at the time of this recording. And this is, for those of you, you know, I'm assuming everyone has heard of a snow thrower, snow blower uh, before. It's basically a machine that you can clear driveways and sidewalks without having to like shovel it or push it with a plow or anything. You just go through it and it just, there's a, a, a circular mechanism inside that chews up the, the, um, the snow and shoots it out the, the, the side, AKA throw, throw it. You know, it can throw this particular one. Um, this attachment throws the snow up to 60 feet. So this one, this is a big one. It's, it's, uh, 21.5 inch snow cut depth, um, but and the shoot rotation is 200 degrees. So and it is 48 inches wide. So you can really clear um, sidewalks and driveways uh, really quickly with this because it's it's wide enough, large enough, powerful enough for it to really chew through uh, a lot of snow, like really deep snow. As as I said, um, and and it's you get it right down to the ground. Again, you know the power broom is not meant for really deep snow. It's meant for, you know, a few inches, you know, that first snowfall, or if you just have a small snowfall, if you're, you know, um, the plow um, is, is good for moving bigger piles of snow. Uh, but if you're really trying to get down to the ground and big piles of snow, the snow throwers, where is that? This thing is a beast. Again, for all the visuals to see what it looks like and see it in action, go ahead and click the link in the episode description at takeyoutotoro.com and you can check all that out as well as any specs that um, I left out here. But the, I haven't used this. I've Again, I've seen it in action, not as much as the plow because it's relatively new, but this thing is a beast. It throws snow, like I said, up to 60 feet. I mean, this thing is just, it'll throw it up on the roof of, of your house if, if you want to. Obviously, that's not the goal. You just want to get rid of the snow. You want to point the chute in a direction where the snow can go and accumulate. That's not going to be on someone's car or your neighbor's house or something, right? And you just, uh, you just pl- pl- you get rid of all that snow real quick, real easy, because you're using the, the multi-force, the Toro Grandstand multi-force to push this snow thrower. So you're not even walking behind it like a traditional snow thrower. And this is a heck of a lot wider than any snow thrower I've ever seen. Most snow throwers are like, you know, 22 inches or something. It's like, it's like having a push mower, but this thing is 48 inches wide. It, it's massive. You know, it's like you're cutting a 48 inch stripe of, of turf, but instead you're clearing 48 inches of snow at a time, you know, pass by pass. So you can quickly uh, get through driveways, large commercial sidewalks, things like that. Um, so this is really good for those bigger jobs that you want to clear out snow, like in tandem with the plow trucks or, you know, tractors or whatever you got that's pushing the snow around in the parking lots um, or on the street and so on. You can be using this for all the smaller areas to still get through that really thick. I'm just trying to like spell this, like really um, hammer this point home. It's for the really thick, heavy snow, like this heavy duty stuff. You know, you don't want to get this just for some baby snowstorms like we have here in central Virginia. This is like up North stuff, you know, New York Michigan, Minnesota, like all the real deal, um, snowstorms, you know, that you're getting, you know, six to 
six to 12 inches worth of snow, you know, and this thing can just clear it out like, like it's nothing. Um, so this, this thing is a beast. Um, and that's, that's again, another attachment that you need the high, um, flow hydraulics as well as the low flow because the high flow is going to make it spin, um, so that it can cut through the, the snow and shoot it out, uh, throw it out, um, as well as, you know, raising it up and down and side to side to maneuver it that way. So, if again, if you have the hydro high flow hydraulics already um, for one of the other attachments, like the the snow broom, uh, um, uh, the the power broom, then you can use the snow thrower for that as well. So a lot of these things all just start working together. You know, once you already have one thing, now you can get more attachments for that. You have to get another thing, now you can get attachments for that, and you just start accumulating the, these attachments instead of having all these pieces of equipment. You just have all these attachments, which take up a lot less room when you unhook them. You know, they have all these unique ways to store them, wheels and ways to fold them up and take things off and store them on the attachments, like, you know, bolts and um, pins and things like that. And you can just uh, put them in the, in the spots on the attachments so everything are, everything's all together. So when you need it again, you can hook everything back up properly and not have to go digging around toolboxes or looking around and trying to remember where you put stuff. It's all together. You can... You know, put them all you know in 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 one spot in your storage or your garage or your shop uh, easily versus having a whole bunch of machines um, that you have to service and um, take up a lot more space and so on. So you have one machine, the Toro Multiforce, or maybe you have multiple multiforces. You know, if you've got a lot of properties, a lot of commercial uh, properties, and so on. Maybe you have all of these things. Maybe you have the snow thrower that you use on one multi-force. You have um, the the power broom on another one and a plow on another one. You know, I mean, I know there's the bigger companies that have a whole fleet of Toro multi-force, uh, grandstand multi-forces, and they have all these attachments working at the same time. Or maybe they have more than one snow thrower. And maybe there's a certain attachment that they find works best for their area, for their properties, and they get multiple of the same attachment for all of the different grandstand multi forces that they have. So the possibilities are endless guys. You know, uh, I was solo when I got the Toro multi-force and I, I, knew, I knew that this was going to be a game changer for me. And as my business grew and, you know, I've got a crew and, you know, we take on more and more properties, uh, more and more opportunities to add services for our existing clients instead of having to just keep getting more new clients, you know, utilize the ones you have and offer more to them. And uh, this way you're, you're having to deal with less people in some cases uh, so that you having the Toro Multiforce on your side is is the way to go. I, I'm, I've been really happy with it and all the different attachments that I have and the attachments that they keep coming out with that I may potentially get. Again, when it comes to snow, we don't get a whole lot here in Central Virginia, so I don't. I only have one um, <laughs> snow snow attachment. That's the power broom because if we get snow, it's not that thick, not that deep. So I could use the plow, but like I said, I, I kind of have the broom because it's more versatile. I can use it for debris and rocks and, you know, sand and dirt cleanups, different, you know, uh, job sites and stuff like that. Sometimes people want me to clean up, like there's a lot of new construction neighborhoods and the houses and all that. And they make a, a huge mess on the street and it just, just stays there. Like no one cleans it up. And a lot of new customers have asked me if I could blow that off or clear it up for them. Cause it'd be like their house that they'd move into. And, but there'd be this leftover construction, dirt, sand, and debris kind of laying around and they, they just don't want, want that there, understandably so. And I'll tell you what, a, a power broom makes a lot quicker work of that than blowing it. 
even with the most powerful backpack blower, it just, you know, it's just not the same. And it makes a much bigger mess trying to blow it than to just push it, you know, with the broom, just sweeping it. You know, yes, it still kicks it up and makes a little bit of a mess, but it's a lot more of a controlled mess and you can angle it better. And there's, there's a lot less effort, um, to do it that way. So more versatile, which is why I, I, ended up getting the broom versus a plow and definitely not the, the snow thrower wasn't even out at that time. But I, again, I still don't need the snow thrower here in central Virginia. That's, that's overkill for us. We don't get enough snow to, to make it worthwhile. But if you get a lot of snow, the snow thrower is probably where it's at. Um, but again, you do what's best for you. And you know, that there's a, a huge variety, um, that Toro keeps coming up with. And I heard that there's going to be some more attachments that they're going to be coming out with over the next couple of years as well, as they keep hearing from contractors, you know, the end users, what we're still looking for, what we still might need and what Toro might be able to come up with. So that's exciting news. And I can't wait to see what's, what's more to come with that. So again, for all the information on all the attachments that they have, as well as the snow thrower, go ahead and click the link in the episode description to take you to toro.com and you can check it all out there so that's you know that's that that is the quickest easiest most efficient achievable way to reach a hundred thousand dollars in a year in just mowing and then, and then just think of anything anything else that you add to that you know then you can that's just obviously more money you know more more than 100k and that's just you know with with at least one person you know i mean technically me and one guy can crush it you know, all day, every day, it's just hard to maintain that over the course of eight months, especially when two to three of those months out of the summer are excruciatingly hot here in, you know, the Richmond, Virginia area, central Virginia, it gets very hot, humid. It's very exhausting, draining, and it's hard to keep up with that momentum. So that's why I try to have a third person, um, not necessarily all five days of the week, but definitely the bulk of it, you know, three or four days of our main mowing routes so that, you know, because my routes are so dense, we, we end up pulling up to two, three, four, sometimes eight houses in a particular section of a neighborhood at one time. So when you're just one person, that's really torture, but even just two guys out there, one guy's doing all the trimming, one guy's doing all the mowing, you know, or we could switch off different yards throughout, you know, that same grouping if you want, just to try and, you know, help get through it. But regardless, you and, you know, the two people are just out there for say an hour straight. If you have that many yards, if you have three or four yards all clustered together, you're not loading and unloading the trailer. So you're saving time there. You're just mowing from, you're just taking the mower from one yard to the next yard to the next yard. And same thing with the trimmer. And, the, and then when you're blowing everything off and, you know, or the edger, all, all the different things, you just, you know, use one piece of equipment, you do all the yards, hang that, rack that up, and then grab the next one and keep moving. Um, and it's a lot more efficient that way, but it's, it, when it's super hot, it can definitely wear on you. So that's why having a third person, so you have two people trimming or two people mowing or combination of you know sh shuffling all that around, now you, or three people mowing and then all three people trimming, that's a thing too. That's a cool scenario that I haven't been privileged enough to be able to do because I've never had more than one other person be good at mowing or capable of mowing or been trained up by me to, to, to be able to use the commercial mowers, um, with me. So it's normally just me and someone else mowing. If, if we have that many yards that need to be cut while someone else is going through and trimming. And then once we get done mowing, we fall back on the trimming to help finish up and then we all blow and, and so on. But that would be cool if I had two people mowing with me, 
and all three of us can lay down, you know, the same good quality stripes and we can just knock out all the mowing together and then knock out all the trimming together. And this way, no one's feeling like they're doing, you know, one specific thing all the time because it can definitely wear on you if you're just the only one trimming all day and it's 100 degrees day after day after day for sure. Um, you know, but even standing on the mower, you know, you're still blazing in the sun. Of course, you know, you're not walking around, you're sitting, you're riding on it, standing or sitting. Um, so, so you're not, you know, exhausting yourself that way, but it's still, it's still hot. Sun's still blazing on you and all that, blah, blah, blah. But the point is the more people you have in that scenario, the, the easier it is, the, the more dense your route gets, it actually ends up becoming counterproductive if you have, if you don't have enough people. So just remember that too, just another little side note tip there. You know, if you have build up a super dense route and you just, and you're just by yourself or you only have one guy it can become very tiresome and wear you down. So you maybe want to add in that extra person, even if it's just for a few days, the busiest days or whatever, that the, the deep, the densest routes that you have. That's what I did. And that's what I continue to do. And we, we just all get after it. Um, so, but technically I only need one other person, you know, me and one other rock star and the two of us just, you know, alternate mowing and trimming. And we just, we just crank them out, you know, a thousand dollars a day, you know, which is like, you know, 16 to 20 yards a day, depending on the, you know, how big they are and obviously how much they're being charged, the bigger, the more, right. Obviously. But so, um, so the numbers of how many we get done a day is going to fluctuate as far as the, the, the amount of lawns, but a thousand dollars a day is a thousand dollars a day. It all kind of shakes out to be the same, depending on on uh, you know those different variables I said. So, but you know if we if 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 we're struggling because it's so hot and we can't get you know can't get all those yards done, then that's really then we're not making a thousand dollars a day. But it is it is possible, especially if you add a, a third person. So then you really can get it done. Of course, now your profits are going down a little bit ultimately because your overhead has gone up with payroll and payroll taxes and all that. Um, but that's where you need to continue to keep raising your prices to keep up with inflation and keep up with your rising expenses, keep yourself competitive so that you can just be more productive and not, not worry about pinching pennies and like, Oh, well, I don't want to spend all this payroll. I just want one guy and, you know, just work them to death until to the point of complete exhaustion and they quit, you know, or they get sick and end up in the hospital. And then, then you're definitely screwed because you can't get anything done. So better to just, you know, err on the side of caution and just have two guys instead of one, like instead of having one full-time 40 hour a week guy, maybe get two 20 hour a week guys. I know that could be challenging in theory for some, but I've, I've done it plenty. Of course, on you know, I have to cycle through those people a lot because you go through part-timers typically more than full-timers because someone that's full-time is trying to support themselves and or their family. And they're not trying to jump around, bounce around, especially in this kind of industry, if they're happy you're happy, they're getting their hours, they're full-time, whatever kind of, you know, benefits or perks come along with that, you know, they're, 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 they're just going to get the job done day in and day out if you find someone good, obviously. Or the part-timers, you can find good part-timers too. And, you know, it's usually just like a, 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 um, a temporary stop, right? They're just kind of passing through um, that, that point in their life and they're just looking for a part-time job to fill in for whatever. And then when they, when that whatever happens, they move on to that, you know, so there's, there's a, there's a lot of pros and cons to that too. But just like in my retail days, a lot of times when we only have 40 hours, 
in a given you know time frame, we'd rather have two people. Or actually, it was. We'll say, I'll break it down this way. When I only had eight hours to get something done, I'd rather have two people for four hours on a shift. You know, two four-hour shifts, the same exact shift. You know, it's two twelve to four. You know, or eight to twelve to work on. You know, processing the truck or something in the back stock room than one person for eight hours because that second four hours of that person's shift is not going to be as productive as the first four hours. It's just, it's just facts. It's just human, you know, human nature. I mean, if you're there for eight hours, it's only natural that when you go on lunch and you come back, you're just not going to be at the same speed. I don't care what kind of a rock star you think you are. It's just human nature. I've been there, done that for 15 years. I know I've seen it. And, and even now in, in law and landscape, plenty of times rock stars fizzle out. It's just human nature, right? At the end of the day, it's hot, you're tired, whatever, you know, it's day four in a row. I mean, so in a lot of ways, I'd rather have two four hour shifts than, than one eight hour shift, right? You're still using eight man hours, but you're getting two people out of it instead of one. So you're getting more, two people can get more things done than one. So just think about that. I've talked about this before, I think off air, really. I never, I don't know if I've ever actually made an episode about that. That might be a future episode, but, um, you know, dig into that a little bit more, but that's, that's just, uh, going back into the whole, you know, making a hundred thousand a year in lawn mowing. You just have to make sure that you have at least one rock star with you. One person that knows how to trim edge and potentially mow as or almost as efficiently as you, you know, so that you can just get everything done quickly and efficiently. You can depend on them. To, you don't have to go behind them to fix anything or double check anything. I mean, of course, you're always subconsciously double checking stuff and they should be double checking stuff too. You should be double checking each other, checking the checker so that it's, it's, you're a team to make sure that everything gets done. You move on to the next one. So no one, you know, ends up getting a call from, from anyone or having to go back or whatever. So if you forgot to close the gate, blah, 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 dog gets out, everyone's upset and so on. So Everyone should have everyone's each other's back. Um, but that's, that's how you can make a hundred thousand um, dollars. I keep refrain, refraining from saying easily, cause it's not easy. That's for sure. It's hard work. It's blood, sweat, and tears in a lot of cases to, to get this stuff done. I mean, yeah, we're just cutting grass, but if you know, you know, it ain't just cutting grass, get out there in the freezing cold spring and fall and the burning hot, dry or humid, depending on where you are, weather in the summer, you're cutting grass and all it's like, it's like football, you know, there's, you're dealing with all types of weather in one season of grass cutting. Uh, and it's raining, you know, off and on throughout that, that see the season, you know, um, and, and that makes things more challenging and, and whatever. So it's not easy. That's for sure. But it's very achievable. If you kind of follow some of the things that I just mentioned, you know, make sure you are pricing properly um, you have the right setup, you have the right team, and you have the right route density. So shameless plug there. If you guys are interested in any more about route density, I have plenty more podcasts. You can just search that in, the, uh, in Spotify or whatever podcast listening platform you're on. I might also potentially, I know Apple does, have a search box. You can type in you know, route density and see what comes up. I'm sure more people other than me have talked about it. I just probably have talked about the most <laughs> and more than most. Um, but hopefully my episodes will come up on Spotify. You can literally be in my, on my podcast right now, if you're listening to it, 
uh, on Spotify. You can see up at the top above the picture of my face, um, it says search or something, search this podcast or whatever. And you can just type in route density and then it will just search for my in within my podcast versus if you're just on the home main homepage, home screen of Spotify or anywhere else and you type in route density, then you'll be able to see others in addition to me. Um, so either way, you know, you, you should be able to get some, some good information there, some good value. But if you want more above and beyond that, or you want more personal one-on-one time, uh, specifically for your business and your route density concerns, reach out to me, look at the, uh, click the link in the episode description. You'll be able to route density masterclass. You can click that link and you can either, um, sign up for the masterclass there, which is a, a comprehensive, intense three week program where nothing is, um, just like a recorded video or anything there. It's, it's me live, um, working with you and nine other folks, you know, only 10 per, per month per, per three week course, um, with one-on-one time included and all of that is recorded though for you to an email to you so that you can, you know, go back through later, uh, as for notes and things like that. So you can recall stuff if you, if you need to and want to, and so on, as well as there's a private Facebook group for us all to be a part of so that we can, uh, grow, learn and help each other and, and become our own little community within the community. Um, but if, if you, if you just want to talk to me personally, you know, Above and beyond or aside from that, you can also sign up for just some, some one-on-one time with me and we can we can hash out whatever you want to hash out, whether it be route density or anything in your business. And I'll help you with whatever I possibly can. I've learned a lot over the years, last eight going on nine years with um, you know trial and error, as well as my peers and mentors in the industry locally and through social media and just observing, right? Observing everyone locally and on social media. I've interviewed a ton of people on this podcast. And on YouTube, I might get to know the pro series. You can check that out at Lawn Care Rookie if you haven't already. Lots of knowledgeable folks, lots of, um, you know, absorbing knowledge myself and learning and trying new things. Hashtag rookie for life. So, you know, I may have some sort of knowledge that, that I, about something that, that you might need help with that I could help you. So feel free to, to sign up uh, for, for that. Or if you're not sure if I can help you before you sign up, you can just DM me at uh, LCR Media on Instagram or Lawn Care Rookie on Instagram. Either one will will get to me and we can we can go from there. So anyway, every month there's going to be a new masterclass uh, the beginning of the month, every Sunday for three weeks in a row, as well as some of the other uh, course offerings that'll be there for more bite-sized pieces for those that don't have, that aren't able to invest the time and or finances in the uh, comprehensive route density masterclass. There's a junior class and, you know, like I said, one-on-one and things like that and, and more and more things to come as well. So this is just a shameless plug there. You know, I've been putting in some work on that. So there's no sense in putting in the work without sharing it with you guys to hopefully help you guys. Um, so if anyone wants that help, I want to make sure or needs any help. I want to make sure that I'm putting in the work and then sharing it with you guys to be able to, to check it out. So, you know, not, not trying to make it this huge thing, just trying to offer some stuff for you guys while we're going into the slower off season, non peak time for you to, you know, as I have done for years, start doing research, start, you know, strengthening your business, start planning for next year, you know, um, um, you know, re- recap from, from last year, make notes, adjustments, pivots, and plan for next year. What, what, you know, what, what did you do? Well, what do you need to prove? So on and so forth. That'll be, I'll be sharing my stuff on future episodes as we get closer to the end of the year, as I'm sure a lot of other content creators will do the same. 
you should do that for yourself as well. You don't have to share it, obviously, on uh, social media, but you know you should still be doing it behind the scenes for yourself. Whether you know writing a notebook, put it in your computer, you know Excel, Word, your phone, whatever, wherever, wherever, whatever. You just you should be doing that so that you can grow and get better, uh, personally, professionally, and so on. So that's all I had for this short and sweet episode today. Just wanted to share, you know, what is achievable, what is possible. I, I think relatively easily. Again, I, I you know I hesitate using that word, but if you follow the right path, it is easily achievable. Um, again, I feel weird saying that it's, 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 it's very achievable. That should be the word. It's very achievable, uh, much more achievable. The, the closer to following these guidelines, like I said, right prices, right setup, right team and right, um, route density. So Hope this episode helped somebody, helped you guys. If not, maybe just entertained you or was soothing as you were <laughs> mowing or taking a nap or whatever. But uh, thank you guys for listening as always. And I, I jest and joke and kid and we all have a good time. But ultimately, I just love just sharing this content. And when these ideas pop up, I just try and jot all these things down and have a huge list of, of topics that I want to talk about, you know, um, individually, you know, in between guests and or with guests when I get them on, which there will be more coming soon. So look out for that. Um, but so until the next episode, thank you for listening. And thank you to the, uh, to the Toro company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. Until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. For the ones who get it done, The most important part is the one you need now, and the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products, and we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.